I'm Joe Morgenstern, the film critic of The Wall Street Journal. In the glory days of art house cinema, movie lovers, I mean cinephiles, would chew over the latest Ingmar Bergman drama for every last shred of significance. Was it as bleak as it seemed? What was the meaning of it all? You don't have to know the Bergman canon to enjoy Bergman Island, which is playing in theaters, though the experience will be heightened if you do. This ingenious and beautiful film by Mia Hansen-Love isn't for chewing so much as savoring. The more you think back on its mysteries, the more pleasure it bestows. The premise is deceptively simple. A filmmaker couple from America arrived for a summer residence program on Faro, the island off Sweden's coast where Bergman lived and shot many of his finest films. Tony, played by Tim Roth, is older by a couple of decades than Chris. That's Vicky Creeps, who is so wonderful in Phantom Thread. He's an established filmmaker preparing a new production. She's writing a film of her own, and they've both come to take inspiration from what amounts to a shrine. Tony's project seems to be going well. Chris's screenplay does not. She writes slowly with a fountain pen. The fountain may be going dry. So there's that, then, scenes from a relationship out of whack. Chris needs help that Tony can't give her. She feels patronized when he tosses off some perfunctory suggestions. Happily for us, Mia Hansen-Love has witty fun with those surroundings. Foro is a sacred space where a peerless artist made some of the most cherished films in the history of cinema. But it's also a genteel theme park that commodifies the trappings of Bergman's life. Chris is tempted to go on a Bergman safari and a tour bus with Bergman films playing on a TV monitor. She buys a pair of sunglasses at the museum store. They're knockoffs of the ones B.B. Anderson wore in Persona. But she also starts to write. Soon we're watching a movie within the movie in which Chris's surrogate, Amy, that's Mia Wasikowska, has made a movie about her own life and works out her own neediness as well as her yearning to break free in a troubled encounter with an old boyfriend who Amy thinks patronizes her. Chris's artistic development is promising but incomplete, however patronizing that may sound, so the movie she writes is earnest and fairly awkward in contrast to the marvelous film that surrounds it. But what exactly is that surrounding narrative? I can't or won't be more specific about a stunning turn the film takes, but I can tell you that Chris breaks freer than she could have imagined and we could have possibly thought. I'm Joe Morgenstern. I'll be back on KCRW next week with more reviews.